Hi there, this is Erin Cooney. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Irish Dance Business Owners Podcast. Today I am joined by Emily Wolf. She is the director of McTeer Academy of Irish Dance, and today we're going to explore the topic of moving your class to a new studio location. So welcome, Emily, to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, Erin. It's really exciting to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited about today's topic. I think it's going to be so helpful for everyone listening. But before we get into that, I would like to kind of know, although I think I do know already, (laughs) what your backstory is a little bit about how you got into Irish dance and how you started teaching and then eventually, you know, creating your own school. Yeah, so growing up, I lived in St. Paul, and I just happened to live two doors down from Jim Brooks, who is the editor of the Irish Gazette, which is just a local newspaper in St. Paul that covers Irish and Irish American news in the Twin Cities and in Ireland. And he has a daughter that's about the same age as me. And when Riverdance started to become pretty popular in the early 90s, school came into town here in uh, Minnesota, and he just told my parents, hey, I'm going to bring Emma along to this dance class. My parents had no idea what they were getting themselves into. So I just sort of tagged along and it really stuck. <laughs> so I danced with the school Tiernanog under Katie Griffiths, who's a TCRG, for a few years and then moved through a couple different Twin Cities locations. I, I danced at a competitive school. I danced at a performance-only school. And so I got a little bit of variety in my background. And I started teaching when I was in high school at uh, the performance school and eventually became the assistant director there. And then I graduated college and started to think about, you know, where is this going to take me? Um, What do I want to do? And I really looked at getting my uh, teaching certification through the CLRG and so took the test and thankfully passed after that really stressful three days. But even once I passed it, I wasn't 100% sure what I wanted to do with it. I had been working with some adult dancers for some years, and so I was sort of casually working with them, looking around for practice space, and it just sort of evolved from there. I found a spot that was ready and they wanted me to just take over the studio they had been renting it out by the hour and they just said we don't want to do that anymore if you have enough classes to fill it you can use this studio space however you want to use it which is pretty unheard of (laughs) and it was a beautiful space and we were there for two years and then we moved to a new location but it's just been quite a journey growing the school, watching it evolve into this kind of blossoming and supportive community that it is. And I kind of alluded to maybe I knew some of your history, right. but I didn't really. It's just that you and I had the same teacher growing yes. up and we weren't in the same class ever, but we performed together. <laughs> right. Yes. I, you I said know. You were eight years old when we performed together. So I don't know how old I was. I was 12, maybe around that age. And, and then now our Irish dance schools are very close in location. Right. 
<laughs> so we're going to dive into this topic about studio space, which I think everyone needs to know. So you kind of got to a point where you needed a bigger space for your classes, but you were mentioning that the timing wasn't quite ideal on this. And, you know, maybe you could share your journey on what you learned trying to find a larger studio space and just kind of navigating that transition from one studio space to the other. Sure. Yeah, so we were in our studio space in South Minneapolis in the Standish Erickson neighborhood. And we had one studio in that space. And it was a fantastic spot. But when we moved into that location, we had 50 dancers. And then we had more than doubled at that point. So I knew that we were going to have to move because there's only so many hours you can hold classes. And if you can't hold two classes at once, there's only so much you can do and only so many kids you can have. And the demand was there and we were growing and the community was thriving. So I knew that it was coming. So I started to passively look for spaces. Obviously there's only so many spots that will work for a dance studio. So I started to search around and see what was out there because location was a a huge factor for us. And then I became pregnant with my first child at the same time. So I knew that moving that year was not probably the most realistic. So I had talked to my landlord um, about just extending our lease that we do want to expand. And if they have other spaces that we could take over within the building, like there was another suite that we could potentially take over. So I started to talk to them about that and how we wanted to expand, but I'm pregnant. I, you know, I don't want to do anything too big, too fast. And they had kind of gone back and forth about, yeah, we'll renew your lease and, you know, we can do a six months or something. And then it had gone back and forth. And finally they gave me a final answer and they said, no, you can't renew your lease. And that was in March, 2018. And I was due July 3rd. And our lease was up June 31st. (laughs) So (laughs) suddenly I had three months to find a space that was appropriate for a dance studio. And hopefully that it was in a similar neighborhood to where we were. Because once I realized that we were going to need to find a new space. And I made the announcement to the dance school that we were going to try and find a new space and move. The number one question and the number one concern was, well, where is it going to be? Because, you know, they have to drive their kids to classes right after work, fighting traffic. And we have been Minneapolis school. We have been based in Minneapolis. That's been one of the core things that sets us apart that we're right in the city and much of our core demographic is kids from the Minneapolis school system and local neighborhood kids. So we really draw from the neighborhood. So location was one of the highest priorities when looking for space, but our timeline was short and finding a large, wide open space in the city without columns in the middle of it. They just don't pop up too often. (laughs) And 
So along the way, I did connect with a broker, which he was super helpful to help lay out our lease terms, do searches for us, take us through tours, walk us through pretty much every step of the way, even through construction of our new space, ultimately. So we were able to find a space, but not without a few heartbreaks along the way. We had a couple spaces that we loved and then lost out at at the last second. I'm sure home buyers in our area can relate to that. So there was a few spaces we found, but like I said, there's only so many options of wide open spaces that are appropriate for dance studios because the other thing was looking for spaces that were commercially zoned so we were even allowed to be in there and then the other big piece of it too for Irish dances is a really really loud sport so that was always a concern of some landlords and that's where we, we even lost out on some spaces because of our sound so we luckily connected with fantastic owners it's a partnership between two women two friends and they bought this building it was a a big project for them it's an old building that they wanted to completely revive it had been sitting sort of dormant and they were looking for office spaces of their own one of them owns her own construction company wonder woman construction and the other is just her business partner and so they wanted to revive this space and there was a lot of just empty industrial-like space, but it wasn't industrial space. And so that was sort of a key factor because when we were looking at the types of spaces, you would think a big wide open warehouse would be a fantastic spot to put a studio. But warehouse space is is zoned differently than retail space or commercial space so if you went and looked at industrial space while it looked perfect for a dance studio just wide open huge we actually couldn't put a dance studio there and this was zoned for commercial or re retail which is ideal but really hard to find in the city and this was just sort of a hidden gem that happened to be in the right space. And it was half a mile from our old studio. So we were just so lucky to have been connected with these owners who wanted to rebuild the space and revive it at the time. And, you know, the timing just worked out, thankfully. But the process of moving uh, did get complicated because two days before the lease uh, was supposed to be signed for the new space. So we found it, we drew up the plans, everything was moving forward. But as we were finalizing those lease terms, my doctors told me that I had some complications and they had to induce me a month early. So my daughter was about five weeks early and I had been teaching through the whole pregnancy, no problem. and then all of a sudden I thought I had another month to prepare the studio and prepare for the move and pack everything up and nope <laughs> time was up um, so I had two days to pivot to prepare the teachers and get the lesson plans uh, have a crew set up to start packing up the studio itself 
the old studio to get ready for the move. I had to sign the lease, you know, remotely, electronically, and just essentially pour my brain and heart and soul out into my computer because I was going to be out for a little while and it came a little bit sooner than expected. So that was that was a surprise and luckily my daughter was healthy and everything was fine but if we didn't have a short enough timeline before (laughs) it bumped it up even sooner and that's where having that broker that commercial real estate broker was so helpful and just necessary through that process to help make sure that the the lease uh, negotiations were still going on even though i couldn't physically uh, be there So I had that representation for me while going through that really intense process, both personally and professionally. (laughs) Um, So with your leases, did you end up having an overlap between one space and the other space, or did you have to not have classes for a certain amount of time with the transition? So we did have a little bit of an overlap of our leases. But what we actually ended up doing was there was a separate space in our new location that we utilized as a temporary space while they were building out our final space. So we ended up being in our temporary space for almost five months while the build that was happening because the timeline to do a full, I mean, we had bare bones, just walls and some plumbing in the space that we ultimately ended up in. And so we spent a few months in a temporary space in the new location that we put up temporary flooring and threw a few mirrors and it was a very rough space because we didn't wanna pay for, you know, cosmetic updates to the temporary space. So that was our home for a few months and it, was it was (laughs) it was tight and it was hard but I think yeah made it work and communicating with the families to just hang on and it's going to be glorious when we get to the new space yeah so during that transition then for those five months was that around the time that your teachers kind of took over for you as well for teaching. So did you teach much in that temporary space yourself? So I took some time off, not as much as I would have liked given the circumstances. We were heading into Irish fair. So I took about a little over a month off. So not, not your typical maternity leave, but I had to be there for my business as well. So I came back part-time for the summer. I had teachers taking over a lot of the classes, but for some of my championship level students and my older dancers that we call them alphas at our school, you know, those are the kids that I work with very closely. So I came back pretty, pretty soon (laughs) and was overseeing all the renovations the entire time with with a new baby. So it pushed me and it pushed my relationship with my daughter to, we were flexible. We were always flexible. We were always mm-hmm. on the move. We were always adapting. I mean, I can't tell you how many trips to Home Depot that girl went to in her first like two months of life. 
And so it was just, she was in the body carrier. She was in the car seat. She was in the stroller on the go, coming with me to the studio. And she was a very wonderful, flexible baby. And I don't know if that was by nature of her environment or just who she is. So it was the transition period, those five months I did teach in that space. And it was difficult because we were trying to hold two classes at once in a space that was not two separate rooms. And so that was probably the hardest part about being in that transitional space. As you can imagine, Irish dance is a really loud sport. So sound bleeding and organization of the students, we made it work. But again, I just had to continually communicate with the families, just just hang on. I know this is not ideal, but we are building out an absolutely beautiful space while this happens. So this was actually like your second move, was it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So from your second studio space to now your third studio space where you are now, did you go from like one classroom to two classrooms? Was that the big switch or did you have larger square footage within the classroom space or how did you look at so it was both. We needed both a larger studio space because our individual classes were growing and we needed more studio time in that, you know, high priority time right after work or on the weekends. So we both made bigger studios and added two of them. So in our final space, we ended up having our largest studio, and then we have one that's about the size of our second studio space. So it was a a big upgrade. We went from 1,700 square feet in the previous studio, and now we have over 4,000 square feet in our current space. So it was a very big expansion, and we had to do everything from put up walls, plumbing, electrical, everything. The space that it was before was just being used as a storage space. And so there was really nothing in there. And it had sort of been sitting uh, dormant for years. It was just a woman who had been renting out the space from the previous owners for a long, long time. And then when the new owners came in and said, we want to create this place, this hub, artists and industrial workers. So the space currently has our studio. It also has the Rango Flamenco studio. So we have flamenco dancers in our old temporary space. And then there's a woodworking company and then they have their construction company. So they wanted to make it more of a thriving community. So while we were in the temporary space, they added bathrooms to our space. They added like a kitchenette to our space. We've got two waiting areas with observation windows. We've got our bigger studio spaces. And then we came in and we did all of our flooring and our mirrors and all of the kind of dance specific things. They put you know soundproofing between the studio walls and all the fixtures. So if someone is realizing they're kind of at this point where they feel like their studio is overflowing a little crammed they're not able to fit in all of the students they want or they have a waiting list we always say this is a good problem to have right yes (laughs) so 
what would you say to them based on your experience? Is there anything you can do to help prepare them? I mean, they have already heard your journey, but is there anything you would actually specifically say or suggest to them? Yeah, I would say number one, get a broker, get a broker for someone to represent you on the spaces. You know, it's similar to a real estate agent. They help you with the negotiations. I was lucky enough, my broker was also a lawyer because either you have a broker and a lawyer or I got a combo platter, but you want someone there to represent you during those negotiating process. We were in a unique situation where our build-out company was also one of the landlords, one of the owners of our leasing company. So Wonder Woman Construction did our build-out. And so that having that broker and having that representation was incredibly helpful. I had done it myself up until that point, but this was leaps and bounds beyond the space search that I had done for the previous two spaces. The fact that it involved such a large construction build out was something I had never dealt with. And so having that broker to kind of guide me through the process was I just can't say enough good things. And it's just so important because this is what they do all day, every day. And they just help find those spaces and open up some ideas and some possibilities. And it just helps build your network of connecting to other construction companies if you needed it for other spaces that we looked at. And definitely, I would say, get yourself a broker if you're looking to expand your space and if you're going to need to do any significant build out. And Start early, start really early and make your list of priorities, whether that's taking a survey from your families or just knowing your community. You've got to think about what is going to have the biggest impact for your community. And for us, location was the top priority when looking for a new space. I had looked at a space in West Bloomington, which um, for those of you not from the Twin Cities is it would have added probably a 30 to 40 minute commute for our families. And so if I had made that, while it was a beautiful, just absolutely gorgeous space, it would have changed who we were as a community. It would have changed the makeup of our demographic. And that has been such a huge part of who we are. You know, at St. Patrick's Day, we make a point to do community outreach with Minneapolis Public Schools, we touch base with all of our neighborhood schools. So we had built a relationship with the community that we had been in for the past few years. So to make that move location was our priority. So you've got to sit down and think, what are the biggest things I need? I need more space. Does it have to be in a certain area? Are you trying to reach a new demographic? Are you trying to reach a new market of students or are you trying to retain the students that you have and then build on that? And we were very much the, the latter, trying to retain and um, preserve our community feel, which is, is just a big part of what our school is about. So a broker, setting your priorities and starting early and just <laughs> a little bit of faith and trust. I'll say that too, <laughs> because if you, if you had told me now you have three months to move your business with three week old baby, <laughs> yeah. I would laugh in your face. <laughs> <laughs> now, now people know 
know it's possible, right? So right. if you really focus in on what those priorities are, like you said, those three big things, and you can move more quickly and more efficiently because you have the right people working on your behalf and you're very clear about what you need and want. So that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. You, yeah, you definitely went through something here and I think it's really going to help other people because there are a lot of Irish dance teachers who've had to move their studio space, not only to get a larger space, sometimes it's to downsize a little bit. Sometimes it's because for whatever reason, things have changed with their lease and they're no longer able to stay in the spot they had planned to stay. And that can come up quickly for people too. And then they have to very, very quickly, like you said, a quick turnaround to find another spot that's going to work for them. So I think even for anyone at any point, a lot of Irish dance teachers probably will be in a different spot than maybe they start. <laughs> so I think this is super helpful. Yeah. Well, it was so fun interviewing you today, Emily, and I think it's going to be so helpful for everyone listening. And thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. It was really fun.